Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Well, it's it's day five of 2023. It's been an interesting start. Well, you know, you always hope for that fantastic, and we, we touched on this a little bit yesterday, so we're not going to beat it to death today, but you always hope for that fantastic start. And it's just, you know, we had the wrap-up of the holiday vacation. Everybody had Monday off, and then, bam, we get hit with these gigantic winter storms. So the kids are home Tuesday, and then uh, yesterday they had a late start. Which We're finally was back. A two-hour late start. And it didn't matter what the weather was doing yesterday. Parents were going to make it up the hill and drop their kids off at school. I, I mean, it was literally, if it, if it meant driving by at 30 miles an hour and just kicking them out and making them tuck and roll, it didn't matter. I like the uh, marked safe from Christmas break memes. Oh, my there God. There was a lot of... A lot of people who are ready oh, yeah. to get back into the routine. The kids were ready. I think, uh, yeah, for sure Clara was. Noah was looking for another day off. But, I'm sure. But Clara He's in fifth grade. So. As was very excited to get back to her because her kindergarten teacher has promised her some exciting things after mm-hmm. the first of the year. So she was actually in a pretty good mood to kind of get back at it. So, And then plus she has a big birthday party this weekend. So oh, she's, that's right. She has a lot to look forward to. So they're going to be chatting about that all day at school, I'm sure. Cute. Right? But uh, speaking of uh, your children's well-being, this topic has been brought up a lot in the past and it's never been more relevant. Uh, of course, you know, you, got, you got to take all of this with a grain of salt. But uh, the discussion of children's contact sports is center stage again because of what happened with DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety uh, with the Monday night game against Cincinnati. And... Uh, he suffered cardiac arrest on the field, right? And it, it was what it, I've watched football my entire life. I mean, pretty consistently and being able to grasp it for, you know, well over 40 years. So I've never seen anything like what we all witnessed on, on Monday night. How has football changed since you've been a fan? Well, I, I think, and I don't think, I know, and I think most guys do, that the athletes that play not just football, but football is a great example because of the the violent nature mm-hmm. that it's played. But athletes today are bigger, they are stronger, and they are faster than they have ever been. The guys in the NFL are literally like gladiators. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you, the Minnesota Vikings had training camp here in our hometown forever, right? And they just recently moved up to the Twin Cities. But when they would come down and I would get out on the field with them, I I tell people it's until you've been out there and see these gigantic men moving at the speed and with the agility that they do, it's really hard to comprehend. And I can't imagine willfully putting your body out there to take that kind of a beating, right? But they do it, right? And and they're they're rewarded handsomely for it, right? Obviously, but it's it's scary. I mean, I remember how intimidating it was to get up close to the line and watch and you're when you're there for that collision, it is insane, right? And then all of these smaller guys that play a lot of the positions 
are are moving with such velocity. Mm-hmm. It's it's just insane to watch, right? You don't realize it and appreciate it until you're down there with them. When you watch it on TV, you're like, oh my God, that's entertaining because of the speed of the game. Yeah. But they believe that uh, DeMar Hamlin suffered what they call commotio cortis. I hope I'm saying that right. But it is uh, when... And this is really common with young men, right? And he's obviously 24 years old, Mm -hmm. right? But when they receive contact to that left, just left of their breastbone, over their heart, and it happens at the exact moment where it can upset rhythm, right? And and it's an electronic thing, believe it or not. Uh, He everybody was saying he had a heart attack. He did not have a heart attack. I heard a a sports physician talking about that. Last night, he was saying he did not suffer a heart attack. He had cardiac arrest, which is a very different thing, right? Uh, a heart attack is when the actual valves in your heart are obstructed and the blood can't push blood through anymore. This young man's heart actually had something upset its rhythm, the electronic pulse, right, mm-hmm. that comes from your brain, and and his heart stopped, and it needed to be shocked back into rhythm Mm -hmm. right and that's what defibrillators do so but still to watch that i was i've never seen anything like it and apparently it happens a lot with baseball as well if they get hit by a pitch oh sure or something like that because it doesn't take a ton and if you watch that game he got hit. I mean, he took a hard hit. I have hit not watched it. To the left of the, just to the left of his breastbone, right over his heart. And he stood up for a split second and then just fell back. His limbs oh. went limp. And he was, well, he was, he was out. It was blood stopped flowing when your heart stops, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, it brings back the discussion. Do you let your kid, do you want them, mm-hmm. right, to play a sport like that? Going back just four years ago, the Wall Street Journal teamed up with NBC and they actually did a, they ran a poll and they wanted to see. And about half of parents at that time, that was, you know, five years ago now, half of parents at that time were trying to encourage their kids, obviously mostly young men because it was football, to play another sport, Mm -hmm. right? I know parents who are in the medical field and in the athletic field that don't let their young boys play football. Well, there's a lot of reasons, I think, behind that. I would I would not tell a young man that he can't, or or girl, right? I know there's actually a couple of them that, that play now, right, with the boys. But I can see where it would be easy to try to discourage them mm-hmm. and, and point them in another direction. And I'll say this, because I hear this from guys all the time. Well, we were tough. We played it with kids. We did this and we did that. I remember playing in the 70s, late 70s and into the 80s. And we did not play with the intent they do now. Mm -hmm. It's very different. Even watching uh, Noah played last year and it was his fourth grade year, right? In, he played in fourth grade and fifth grade. Yeah, right. That's right. Oh, that's right. And it is full pads, tackle football where we live at that age. But you already start to see yes. the young guys that are going to be really good at it. Yep. He was not one of them, by the way. But it's but he and I don't know if he's going to go back because no, he's he'll, smaller. He'll, he'll probably pursue other things. Yeah. Um, which does not disappoint me, <laughs> full disclosure. But I watched 
the young guys that, that are going to be really good at this. And they are, they're, well, they're real, they are good. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And then I watched the one grade up, yeah. the, the, the middle schoolers, right? And they are tackling and hitting guys like. It's already, like it already you starts would, that young. It's in high school. Mm-hmm. It's that type of pursuit, right? So I was like. And our high schools have very good football programs. Oh my like God. They go great, to state yeah. pretty consistently. And, and so they're, they're working with these boys very young to build them up to those programs. And to be fair, they do a great job. They and, do. And, and, and yeah. I, and it, what I witnessed from top to bottom was very safe. And they made sure that if somebody looked like he, he couldn't handle himself, that they were going to make sure that he was never going to be put in a position where he would get hurt. Right. They did a good, really good job of that. Right. Hence, Noah, <laughs> they're it's like, just, it's well, just not his jam. no, it just wasn't his jam. But they, I can tell you that when you take that next step up and then even in high school now, you see them play at a much higher level than when mm-hmm. I was in school. So that that's where it really gets scary. And then with the pads and stuff that they have, which are so light and so advanced now, it's almost like they can use that stuff as a weapon, whether it be shoulder pads or anything else, because there's this, it's, there seems to be this uh, mentality that they can't get hurt, and that's how they mm-hmm. go after each other, right? Like, I've got these on. I'm going to knock this guy senseless, but I'm going to be all right. Yeah. It's just... And, you know, and there was actually a, a British journalist that talked about perhaps changing the uniform for football and make it more along the lines of rugby, where they play with a lot less even though they're big, rugged guys, but they learn to play differently because they don't have all of that. They don't have the helmet and the shoulder pads and all of that stuff. They're dressed pretty much like a soccer player. I don't know anything about rugby, but I've seen that come up a couple of times this week as this conversation is um, happening. Is, do you know anything about the injury rate in rugby? Is it lower? Less? it is extremely violent and it's they're not wearing hardly anything it's like shorts and they're, they're rugby shirts and i think some of them have maybe maybe shin guards on i it's do the, they have like the is it cte is that the you know brain I, I, disease i don't know if that's an issue with them or not but i can tell you they learn they play the game differently because they're not wearing pads right right it's just the way that you learn to play the game and they do tackle and they there's a lot of contact and pushing and shoving and all of that stuff, but the National Football League has turned into this. This they're, they're using their bodies as missiles. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's almost like they're gladiators. That's what you said, literally. and that's what you th- you think of. Like they're in this arena, and you're watching them like literally go at each and other. I, and I'm torn with this because you know how much I you love, love football. I love football. You love it. I love college, and I love the NFL as far as watching the sports it's to me baseball would be second but i when it comes to just watching sports i love to watch the nfl and i like to watch division one college football Mm -hmm. as well and the reason i like to watch it is because of the speed of the game and the violent nature Mm -hmm. i mean it's fun to watch right but you (laughs) <laughs> but you're not down there taking those hits. Right. But it is. But that is the reason that people watch it. And that's the reason it has garnered the audience that it has. So 
if you're the NFL, how do you tiptoe around that issue and just keep it going? I don't know. They're in a tricky spot. I don't know if this is going to change anything. You don't think so? I don't know. I, just... I doubt it. Because the nature of the that hit, and it's, by the way, I don't know, when, when you're listening to this podcast, I don't know, but... As it's, of recording it, As time. of recording now, it sounds like there's progress being made, and they, they've backed his oxygen off a little bit, and he seems, he's got a long road ahead of him, right? But he seems to be headed in the right direction, so that's very encouraging news. Yeah, it is. But what does the NFL do from here? Because if this were to happen again, or anything like See, it. to me, and I don't, this is a weird feeling because I, I like, I mean, I, I'm indifferent, I guess I, I would like the Vikings to win. And I like some of the storylines of the football players, but this injury of this young man has really bothered me since Noah told me about it on Monday night. And I don't know if it's like, he obviously gets paid a lot of money, but he's literally, his life is hanging in the balance right, right. now from entertainment. Such a nice kid to it. And it's just, yeah. yeah like I saw about his MS society and it's just I don't know it just has put a very bad taste in my mouth for the whole thing but that could happen to anybody at any time doing anything I know but you know if he wouldn't I don't I don't know it's, I think the fact that it happened during an NFL game Monday night football I mean one of the most highly anticipated games of the season oh yeah I think that that really put the spotlight on it and I, they did. They certainly did the right thing by just saying, that's, "Oh my God, that, we're when, not." When they when they initially said, "We're going to give you five minutes to regroup, and then we're going to," like you cannot put those men back on that field. Well, that's what I know, and that's thank God that the players and coaches were the ones that said, "We're not going to do that," no. because it sounds more and more. Again, I don't know if this is the facts or not, but there's been some backpedaling by the National Football League that they wanted them to go in, back out. initially to get back out there and play Ooh. the game. So. Again, I don't know. That's just what's being rumored, and it's there's some pretty, pretty uh, powerful. Yeah. Well, no, I just think that there's a lot of there's a lot of people that in in positions of power that may not want that information out there. Well, of course not. But it was. But when I was watching the game and the communication that they were having with the league and everybody else, it sounded like they were trying. <sighs> to get them. But I mean, you could tell by the that coaches and the players, it would have been. Yeah. So they certainly did the right thing by then. That's it. We don't, we don't need to do this and we don't need to do it by the end of the week. Right. right. So they're not going to, I don't know if they'll I get that it means a lot and there's a lot of things at stake, but it doesn't mean that much. I don't, my personal opinion is they're not going to play the game. I don't think they should. I, I just think that they're going to go, they're, they're going to play their respective games this weekend. That game will just be permanently suspended yeah gone. it just feels like you you don't go back no it's just i yeah i don't i don't think they're going to do that but why again it, it goes back to this discussion of do you start thinking about that type of thing do you d does the nfl what what could they change i don't know but i hope that there's a boardroom somewhere where they're having these conversations and i'm well of course they are but this is it comes down to this money yeah right? uh, and, absolutely and, and they people like fast and violent sports uh-huh that's what they like you want to know why people watch 
that watch men do that at that level it's the speed of the game it is and that and that violent contact and that's why it keeps getting faster and right they more just, and more and more well I, I remember in the 80s when i was young if you were a 300 pound nfl lineman you were gigantic right and what are they now i've oh I there's there's a lot of them i think there's I mean, they're well over 350 pounds. Some of them have approached that 400 pound mark, I think. It's, and the problem, and it's not just that. You're, you're looking at men well over 300 pounds on a regular basis that could out sprint yeah, most, most high school track stars. And, when, and they're that size. Yeah. Some of them, if, if everybody in the NFL is fast, it's insane mm-hmm. to watch, right? these big guys and when you have a guy that size moving at you sprinting at you and and want and, and he wanting to crush you that's why they have they're trying to protect the quarterbacks like they are now right because there could be a serious injury yeah i mean much worse than you know well i i even look at and and i said this on sunday um and I'm, i don't know how to pronounce his last name but tua from the miami dolphins yes he's been on concussion protocol like three times this season I, I'm like, why is he playing in this game? I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm one of the people that think that his career should be over. Yes, yeah, I, just I just have a lot of distaste for the NFL this if, season. If he, well, when he he could barely walk early, earlier in the season, and they threw him back out I'm there. Like, what the hell are you doing? It was yeah. It, it's gotten it got a little bit. It's gotten and a little the bit doctors crazy. are like, oh, this is bad. This is right. bad. And I'm like, what are you doing to this? Is just getting icky i well you know to me yeah i I, and i'm not their target demo by any means so they don't care if i think it's icky you do not watch (laughs) do not like to watch the games no and i'm aware of it because i know you love it i do love it and i'm sure that i'll get added for saying that and i don't care no i i think well i think there's a lot of people again they're going to take a long look at this stuff are they do do you yeah oh yeah I, th- I think they are, but they also have to think about this. Why do people watch mm-hmm. the game, right? Right. And, uh, as tragic as that one incident, one in, what did they say? How many million? It's, I did see that on it's one of the re- press conferences. Yeah. It's, it's very uncommon. And I haven't seen a, you know, I mean, uh, guys get hurt. I mean, they do. But I mean, I, I remember in the 80s, I, I saw guys get paralyzed. You know, there's things that happen. Right. But and there's a risk that goes with right. doing it. So it's, you know, and, and that could be in any sport. Mm-hmm. It could be hockey. You could get hit in the face with a fastball in baseball. You know, there, there's a lot of risk when you're playing sports that are that yeah. violent. Yep. Right. Although, but baseball is not necessarily that violent. And, but the NFL is, to me, the most violent sport there is, besides like MMA or boxing or something like that. And right? obviously, NFL is the the most popular, richest, all of the things. Like people yeah. like it, they, and and they, there's a reason that they like it. And so I don't see that there will be a lot of things they, that would change. They've done a great job creating a storyline. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's like they have the rivalries. They have the, the you know all of that. It's just. And, it's all there. And they're, they only now play 17 games in a season. When I was real young, it was 14. Then it went to 16. And now it's – so every single game through that 
game season means a lot. Mm -hmm. It's not like basketball where you're playing 82 games. Or baseball or where they play 500. 162, <laughs> right? It's not, it's, it's not like, it's, it's different in, in that regard. But it's, I find it interesting when I go back to this, what draws people to the NFL? It's the speed and the violence. And that's the same reason that the MMA has become so popular because it is incredibly violent. It's liter literally turning into the, the old gladiator style. Mm -hmm. Go in there. You could get killed easily in an MMA match. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, and I've, I've asked a lot of the younger guys, I'm like, because I grew up a big boxing fan, and I still am a fight fan. But when I say fight, I mean boxing. Two guys standing on their feet, exchanging blows with their hands, right? But still, the the goal is to 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 beat your opponent senseless mm -hmm. that's your that's the object when you get in the ring <laughs> and it's the same thing with mma right you want to beat him to where he can't even stand up let's but all go do some isn't yoga it, isn't <laughs> it isn't it crazy though that that is where we're at well it just you think it, it's like like society hasn't progressed we're <laughs> like from literally Roman gladiators we're fighting go, in an arena. We're heading in the wrong, uh, <laughs> the wrong direction. I know people love it. No, it's but I know for me. that the MMA is super popular. Uh, yes. And it is- We've uh, been in Las Vegas when there's been big fights. Yeah. And it's, it takes over the whole city. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like if testosterone could just walk around, it would be the MMA. True. Right? So that's that's crazy. Football as well. And the I NFL, mean you, yeah. Yeah, when I was standing on the sidelines, they don't allow that anymore, by the way, for just average like radio jocks and stuff like that. But, you know, 20 years ago they did. And I remember thinking that because I was young. I mean, I just got out of the Marine Corps. I felt like I was pretty confident. And then I got down, I, I stood down on the sidelines with those guys and I watched them do what they do. And when you're there... Imagine it, what it's like now. I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine because I was like, these guys are scary, mm -hmm. right? I, I mean, it's just like, I mean, there were a lot of them were really nice guys, but when they were out there and they were doing conducting business, it was insane. And I was like, I don't know what it takes to go out there and participate in that. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy, right? So that's why when I see that stuff like that, I'm like, I always think to myself, I'm like, I remember that moment and I'm like, oh God, I can imagine what that hit was like because mm. I've been down there standing next to it, right? And it is crazy stuff. But it started that discussion again with, with parents. I think it's an important it's all discussion yeah. and, and I know that there are parents across the country that are having that conversation and looking at their sons and some and daughters too and trying to navigate like interests, passions, safety, all those things. It's, it is. It's tough. It's crazy. So, well, I would say this. I'm on I'm on the uh, wagon where if if they want to play, you I would let them play. I'd make sure that they understand the risks involved, right? But I could not just tell them no, right? Cuz it's just I think it's I I think that they do enough cuz I've been I've stood out there and I, I, you know, when he, uh, for one of his years, I went to every one of his yeah. practices and yeah. I watched and I can tell you that the Mankato area youth football, they do a great they, job. I would. Yeah. There's, they do a great job. 
that is run so well that that is the reason I would let them go. I'd be like, those guys yeah. that run that do a an A-list. I mean, it's just, it's perfect yeah, the way they, they run it. They do a great job. I am not disappointed that Noah's pursuing different things. <laughs> right, right. Um, other than football. But. So, yeah, I, I think that, because uh, there is other options for kids that want to play like flag type stuff, right? Yeah, I don't think the, well, like, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. I, and I don't, he hasn't expressed interest in in going the flag football route, but I think there are some things out there's there. There's options yeah. like uh, community, what do they call that like stuff? Community ad. Intramural and I, type stuff. Like the YMCA stuff. Yeah. has some, some options, but he'll find his thing. So on that note, uh, I say let him play football, but at the same time, I understand when, when there are some parents who say, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. Because of the long term effects with the CTE and stuff now that they're looking at. Equipment keeps getting better, but at the same time I think that that can be one of the part of the problem. It gives you like a false sense of right. security. Right. It's like talking to a highway patrol when they talk about the way cars handle now. Mm-hmm. It gives people a false sense of security is what it does. And then they wind up trying to take a corner at 60 miles an hour and go off the road and it's an Not ugly a good scene. Idea. Right. As we continue on a more positive note into the new year, because I'm going to make this a good year, even though it's had a rough start. It's I'm, been not, I'm not giving t- up on tumultuous. 2023. <laughs> uh, one thing I have noticed that's been helping, because this is a real issue for me, and I've talked about health and fitness, and I've been, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this for about a year now, uh, and now I'm into a little bit heavier lifting. But at my age, joint pain is a big thing, and I have some targeted terpenes and some topical... Uh, solution from the CBD centers, and it's helping. The key to this stuff is to make sure you're consistent with it. And I'm going to have Matt uh, come back out. We're going to chat about some of the benefits this has for athletes, right? And recovery. The topical cream, I have a shoulder that just kind of gets tweaked every once in a while. And the relief that I feel from that topical CBD lotion is almost instant. Literally. And it's been the only thing that will even touch it. Yeah. So if you are struggling, and I know your joints have been oh, it's the worst. really acting up, um, it's definitely worth heading to CBD centers and just kind of talking through what you're experiencing and seeing which product they would suggest. I am trying to go along the lines of as much natural as I can be. Me that, too. That's one of my goals for this year is to not be just filling my body with medication, right? Because they're, they're, they're always trying to sell that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Big pharma. I'm telling you, I'm on, the, cons- get, I'm on uh, the conspiracy theory with that one. Me too. These conspiracy theorists, some of their conspiracies, I'm starting to buy into, right? So anyways, I, that, I like the natural healing options, mm-hmm. right? Everything that Mother Earth produces. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say that. So do what you need to do to take care of yourself this year. Do yeah. something nice for yourself. Yeah, keeping on the positive kind of self-care route. Uh, I made a trip over Christmas break up to Heat Salon and uh, got a Live in Links bracelet. So this is a new trend. It's called permanent jewelry. And when I first heard about it, I'm such a dope. I thought it was like in your skin permanently. Right. <laughs> Which it's not. It's not at all. No. It's a uh, 14 karat gold and it comes uh silver, gold or rose gold and they're just really dainty chain bracelets that are welded. The clasp is actually welded shut. 
so it's a permanent bracelet, but it's not obviously permanent, like forever. You can get it removed, um, but it's beautiful and it's just really dainty and just kind of feels special, but it's on all the time. So you kind of always have this little bit of bling on your wrist and it's called Live In Links Permanent Jewelry. Just out of curiosity, how did they weld that while it was on you? Oh, it, well, Nicole did it and it's a very... Um, Kind it, of meticulous process. Is it a little tiny welt? Did she literally put goggles and everything on? Yeah, so did I. Because she was like, if me. you want to watch, you can wear glasses. And I was like, well, obviously I want to watch. So she has a magnifying like lamp that goes over your wrist. And then she gets the little clasp into the um, chain. And then she has this teeny tiny little, it's almost like a pen. Right. That just zip, zip. And she zaps it like three times. And then, you know, tests it a couple different ways to make sure that it's secure. Yeah. And that's it. Wow. Yeah. It was like 10 minutes. And it's just so fun. And I've I've gotten so many comments. Um, I posted it on Instagram and people are like, that is so cute. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those fun things. She did a couple for their anniversary. They both got one. Um, She's had a couple girlfriends come in. Guys? Yeah. Are they bigger? Yeah. There's different different, um, kind of widths of the links. Mine is kind of the medium right. size. Um, and she's had some girls come in like for a girl's day. That's and, awesome. And everybody gets one. So yeah, they're super fun. Uh, they're available at Heat, which is right here in Mankato. You can visit heatthestudio.com to schedule an appointment, find out more. Um, it's really quick and easy and it's just something special. And it's 14 karat gold. So it's right. you know a nice high quality. It's not going to turn your wrist green. Sure. <laughs> green. Right. Uh, you can shower in it and go in the pool and all those things. So. That is, that's a great idea. I know. It's just kind of, it's just fun and a little bit special and nice little treat for yourself. So awesome. heatthestudio.com. You can find out more about the Live In Links permanent jewelry. You're going to see this popping up uh, as a trend all over social media. All right. We'll be back tomorrow morning as we get the first full weekend <sighs> of 2023 <laughs> underway. And we're going to make this second week a lot better than the first.